Welcome to the Better Call Daddy Show, the number one podcast where we admit no matter what happens, daddy has the advice we need to fix our problems. Introducing my dad, Mr. Wayne Friedman. That was good. It would be nice if you could also sing a song. What would the song be? You love Paris in the springtime. I just made up some words to it. I love Rena in the springtime. I love Rena in the fall. (laughs) That's right. That's good enough. (laughs) Oh boy. Let's dive in. Today we have Shauna. She's a friend, a colleague, and an event producer extraordinaire. Shauna, welcome. It's great to be here with you. (laughs) You and I met when I was working at a financial firm doing events on a smaller scale. And then when I was leaving that company, you were like, hey, I wonder if you could help me with sponsorships. And I'm like, well, I've never done that before, but yes, I can. You were so good at sales. I just knew you'd be good at it if you got into it. And what's so crazy about it is that it's not something that everybody can do. By changing my LinkedIn title to I help influencers get sponsorships for their events, that's literally all I had to say. And so many people started reaching out to me about sponsorships. I think it's like one of the biggest pain points of any event planner. Why do you think it's so hard? I just think there's so many people asking. You know, it's a very particular type of of advertising for a company. So you have to really understand their business and and find the right fit. I think there's a lot of volatility in the event industry. So there's hesitation and trepidation around signing on as a sponsor. Do you remember the first sponsor you booked? Yes. I had a few sponsors that I booked. You know, I think it was only for like $5,000. It was still a huge deal to me. So that was just really meaningful beyond that for me because it was like, okay, someone really trusts me to do this. Bigger sponsorships when I've gotten them, everyone's like, oh, it's so great to get so much money. And it's like, yes and no. It's so scary. You are now responsible to make sure that everything works out as you've promised. And what happens when? And they give you money and things aren't mad. I mean, I think in my first year, I learned the challenges of that because I was so in over my head that I didn't even know what I wasn't doing right. The whole point was get them to the show, get them on the stage, make sure my guests are happy. I hadn't placed enough emphasis on the generosity and support of those sponsors. It's just about being really open and honest. What is it like working with clients like Gary V? Well, Gary Vee, I would say, is an outlier because he's so generous with himself. He kind of wrecked it for me in such a good way because he's so easy to work with. Most celebrities have very particular timelines and strict contracts. I've had pretty good luck. The trickiest one I've worked with so far is Richard Branson. He's great. There's just a lot more red tape to go through when you deal with someone at his level. Not just anyone can reach out to them and get a response. That's true. I guess when I say accessible, I mean... Once I kind of had a relationship with him where that's when he offered to come and do a pro bono event for me. Typically, when you're booking talent like that, if you don't know them, there is definitely that barrier where you don't really ever talk to them until you get them on the stage. How did you reach out to Gary Vee? Basically, I just reached out to his agent. Anyway, he's like, okay, I'll send you the paperwork. Uh, they came back to me and said, yeah, the date's been accepted. Here's your invoice. That and- is entrepreneurship at its finest. I didn't have the money. I didn't pay for a long time. I just kept letting the invoice like sit there and I'm like, I'll get to it. Sometimes I think for me, it's a little bit of just like ignorance, not in a bad way. Like I just go and do and hope for the best. If we know too much about how hard things are, we can probably stop us. Anyway. And you recently have had to majorly pivot over the 
COVID situation. Yeah. I mean, you had to postpone an event. So has that ever happened before? I mean, postponing is heartbreaking. I mean, in that situation, there's really no choice. It's hard. I have to say like everyone was so great about it because like everyone gets it. And now what I'm finding is that because I've reconfirmed the date and we've actually got something on the books for next year and all the tickets that were sold are being reassigned. The hardest part for me was actually not hustle event. I've actually really enjoyed seeing things work out even through the hardship. I'll admit though, I'm now like, okay, like let's get this show on the road. I need to get some business back in. Pivoting is just something you have to do sometimes. And I think if you can keep your eye on the ball of what you really want to do, find the new path to get you there. One thing that really blew me away about you was when I came to Toronto and morning of, of this event with like 2,500 people, I didn't see you prepare for getting out on stage and you had no problem lighting (laughs) up the stage. I know. I was not prepared. We had had a situation where we had to relieve one of our speakers. I didn't have a new speaker. So I was like, well, I'll speak. I have a good story and I will share it. And I remember I was in the green room. Shauna, just go out there and speak to the audience like you speak to all of us all the time. And I remember thinking like it was a speech I had given months before. So it's not like it was totally fresh. And I was just really honest. And I shared the story of going through adversity. And I think that that was meaningful. You did it in front of your family and in front of your son. And can you talk about what that's been like? Noah and I are super tight. I always talk about stuff. So it's not like it was anything he didn't know. Same with my parents and my sister and everyone that was there. At the very end, my last slide, I show a picture of me and Noah. And I make a joke about how going through challenging times, it's great to have family who love and support you. And then I make a joke about how I don't recommend going out and having a baby just so you can get through hard times. (laughs) But it was really funny because since I had shown a picture of him, people recognized him. So I guess people were coming up to him all day that day and, you know, talking to him and telling him nice things about me. That was kind of neat because he came up to me at the end of the day and he was like, mom, I'm so proud of you. And that to me was like, well, I am, I'm done here. How are you supporting his journey right now? Because he just graduated and he's about to enter a really exciting chapter right now. He is off to university in the fall. He's studying business and computing. It's like a dual degree. But I always say to him, like, the most important thing for you to know is that you can change the direction of your life any single day. My only rule to him was if you start a semester, just finish the semester. Do you have dreams of becoming famous? Definitely not. Because I do end up in places where people do recognize me. I'm much more comfortable behind the scenes. I feel like event producers today, just from a branding perspective, have to step in front of the camera. Yeah, like honestly, I do know a lot that do that, especially because a lot of event planners are planning for their own business. I know there's some notoriety that comes with it, and I'm not scared of that. I would prefer not to have it. So we started the episode and you said like what inspired you to connect with Gary in the first place was kind of marrying the wine and the Niagara region and his Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial spirit. That was even pre-launch of Gary's Empathy Wine, right? Oh yeah, very much so. But I mean, I'd watched Gary V like way back. So I knew him as a wine guy. I remember I was in Jamaica and I was like, wow, Gary's good. And even now it's really funny because like I don't always watch him anymore. His advice 
advice, especially right now, is so good. I just absolutely identify with everything he says. I started this practice this past year where when I start to think even a remotely negative thought about anybody, I literally stop and like send them like a blessing. I really try to check myself too. I try to have the right intentions in wishing others well. Who is your next dream collaboration? I love Sarah Blakely and I love Michelle Obama. So those would be my dreams. Would you sign a contract without money to have them? I don't know. With Michelle Obama, I would. I admire so many people. There's actually this woman in Canada. Her name's Chief White Cloud. She's one of the only female Native chiefs. I just love people who have really beautiful stories who, through adversity, can always still see the good in everything. Well, thank (laughs) you for being vulnerable with me and having this conversation. This was so much fun. Let people know, like, what you're up to. I'm actually building out a course for meeting planners and event planners. That's great. Houston Hustle will be back on April 22nd. That's our date. (laughs) I've been working on a podcasting event called Listen In. That's coming up. Where can people connect with you the easiest? I'm on LinkedIn. So Shauna Arnott or Shauna Arnott on Instagram. I'm on there a lot. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. I always love speaking with you. I cannot wait for my dad's response. Here we go. So what did you think of that? Well, I think Shauna is a very positive person and someone who goes after it doesn't necessarily have all her ducks in a row at times, but what she does show is that she is able to pivot, she's able to assert herself and not let anything stop the show from going on. That's what it takes really to be successful. If you think that you can plan out every detail of your life or every detail of an event and think that it's going to go exactly according to the chart, you're in the wrong business. You have to be able to see if you can write the story sometimes as you're going along. That's what this young lady is able to do. It's very good when a person can also self-criticize themselves and know their pluses and their minuses, and she works on it. I did like very much that she is able to deal with with this covert 19 and uh, takes it in stride and understands that you're just going to have to do whatever it takes to try to get uh, the formula back on track and not get frustrated about it but to just work harder to find the right answers. Tell me about the time that you made a speech on the fly. Well, uh, this sounds really funny, but uh, in high school, if someone got sick at our graduation, I'm just sitting there in the first or second row, and all the kids in my class just say, hey, you need an extra speaker. Wayne will speak. I got up there unrehearsed and made, I think, a pretty nice speech to the class. You have to be able to take advantage of opportunities when they arise. And you can't have stage fright. You've got to be able to know that when it's your time to shine, you just go for it. The Better Call Daddy Show is now proudly sponsored by Sadie Simper Designs. Listen, I had Sadie make some custom animated gifts for this podcast, and they were fantastic. Animated gifts are a great way to make Instagram stories more interesting, and they can also be used in place of your logo to make your emails more dynamic. Sadie creates custom branding. She doesn't just take a logo based off of nothing. She helps you take time to build your brand's identity and she creates a brand suite that is truly tailored to you. Have you seen my Megawatts Productions logo? She made that. 
Visit sadiesimperdesigns.com to see portfolio and brand packages. For 20% off your custom gift or brand suite, email sadiesimperdesigns at gmail.com and use the subject line, call daddy. Now you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and tune in. Add Better Call Daddy Podcast on IG at Rena Friedman Watts on LinkedIn.com. Thanks for listening to the Better Call Daddy Show. Yeah.